Hello, I'm Pastor Keith Babb III, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into the podcast of the Way Church of Tampa Bay. Our desire is that as a result of the word, that you no longer settle with simply coming to church, but you become the church. I pray that you enjoy this broadcast and that it challenges you, that it convicts you, and that it changes you. Thank you again, and let's enter into today's message. For the Lord, his presence is sitting with us this morning. Somebody say, he's mindful of me. Whatever needs you need met on this morning, I believe God's going to do just that. Thank you, God, for resting with us this morning. First time in chapter one, I want to look at verses eight through ten. Mother Alvera, he's mindful of you. What a God we serve. Thank you, God. He already knows what we have need of. But we ask he's a mindful. We serve a God that knows our every intricate need, but he meets us somebody individually. Thank you. Let me keep James verse the first Samuel chapter one, verses eight through ten. The Bible says then Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you eat? Why do you not eat? Am I not better to you than ten sons? So Hannah arose after they had finished eating drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept My husband was trying to figure out why they were unread. Bob declares that she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to minister from this subject. Someone say a hedge for ourselves. I don't know if you knew that, but all of us need a hedge for our soul. The old saints used to say a hedge of protection. We'll pray around ourselves, but we need one. Someone say for my soul. Uh, a soul that is not tended to is a soul that is subject to be troubled. If you don't tend your soul, your soul is subject to be troubled. And watch what the latter portion of Proverbs 22.5 reminds us with these words. Thorns and snares are in the way of the perverse, but he who guards his soul will be far from them. And here lies one of the reasons why the issues of life have consumed many believers, because many believers fail to care for their souls. I know this is Women's Month. I know we got some men in here, but sisters, I need you to look at another sister and say, take care of your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means there's little hope for the soul that does not have a hedge. If, if you walk around life without a hedge around your soul, there's little hope for your soul. Oh, that's a sad tragedy. I don't know about nobody else, but a soul with no hedge is easily depressed. I, somebody say, I need a hedge. A, a soul with no hedge is easily detached. You say you don't do so, but maybe it's because you do not have a hedge. And a soul with no hedge is easily deceived. Somebody say, don't leave your soul wide open. Somebody might be saying, why is this significant to understand? Because a soul with no hedge is subject to be troubled, but a soul with no hedge is also subject to be trapped by the enemy. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's one thing for my soul to be troubled when I don't have a hedge, but it's another thing for my soul to be trapped 
by the enemy. And the sad reality is that we have believers that don't not only have souls that are troubled, but souls that are attacked by the enemy. In other words, it's easy to succumb to the attacks of the enemy when your soul is depressed, when your soul is detached, and when your soul is deceived. I need y'all to catch me and catch me good. And the reason why we've got to guard our hearts is because I will succumb to the attacks of the enemy if my soul is depressed. My soul is detached. My soul is deceived. And if we can be honest, many of our greatest attacks from the enemy, watch this, came when our hearts have been troubled by bad news. I don't know about nobody else, but once you get bad news, somebody say, there's a... This is why folks fight at funerals, because watch this, they got bad news to their soul. When our mental clarity and capacity is limited, I don't know about nobody else, but that's when the attacks will come. Why are you bothering me when I don't have the mental capacity to handle anything myself? Somebody say, attacks. And, and I, some of our greatest attacks, watch this, come even when our feelings have no space to be shared. I ain't got nobody to talk to. I ain't got nobody to pour my heart out to. I have nobody who understands what I'm going through. And immediately there's an attack. That's why we got to have a hedge around our souls. Because watch this, when we're overwhelmed by emotions, the enemy wants to overwhelm us. The reason why I've got to guard my soul is because when I'm overwhelmed with all kinds of emotions, the enemy wants to overwhelm me. I don't know about nobody else, but keep on living. Tell your neighbor, keep on living. Yeah, keep on living. The enemy wants to overwhelm you. And watch what David declared in the beginning portion of Psalm 57, 6. They have prepared a net for my soul. Somebody say the enemy. My soul is bowed down and they have dug a, dick, a, a pit before me. Because I've shared before, the soul of a believer that is troubled is also the soul of a believer that is subject to be trapped. And one of the sad realities for many believers to include women is that many neglect the care of their souls. Well, somebody said that's dangerous. I, I cannot be a believer that does not tend to my soul. Uh, we got many women that sacrifice for others but neglect their souls that work hours on end, but never make sure their souls are well. They got even give intricate detail to their schedules, but never give attention to their souls. We can't be so caught up in our schedules that we neglect our souls. We can't sacrifice for everybody else and never take care of our souls. I can't work hours on end and never make sure my soul is well. Oh, somebody say, sister, take care of your soul. Uh, and watch this, if you're not intentional to care for your souls, then the cares of the world know how to consume you. Uh, if you're not intentional, intentional to take care of your souls, the cares of this world will consume you. And this is why during the month of May, we will focus on soul care. I know it's Women's Month, but somebody say this for all of us. Yeah, even as you take care of your soul, I need y'all to know sisters don't forget to take care of your soul. Uh, yes, this is um, Women's Month, and we will all, I want to minister to the women. We're going to focus on the women. We're going to give attention to the women. But somebody say, this is for all of us. I believe we all need help for our souls. And this morning, I want to kick off this month by reminding us that if we want hope for our souls, uh, we got to make sure we have a hedge for our souls. If you want hope for your soul, somebody say, I need a hedge. In other words, we must first protect our souls if we desire for our souls to prosper. 
I believe we find wisdom in our foundational text, how to prepare a hedge for our soul. We, we want to pour into our spirit. We want to take care of our physical, but many of us never um, um, take care of our souls. In our text, we find a woman by the name of Hannah. And I want to drop this off real quick before anybody go out there with some crazy ideas. I, I need you to know she was married to a man named Elkanah, and, and he had, someone say, two wives. Yeah, 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 but that's the Mosaic law. That's the Levitical law. Someone say, thank God for grace. Because you can't handle the one wife. Why are you trying to get two wives? But, but that's a whole nother sermon, y'all. That's a whole nother sermon. Even more, it's interesting to note that Hannah's very name is derived from the Hebrew word Shannon, which means favored or graced by God. The enemy attempts to use this issue. She was barren. Somebody say barren. So, so, so she was without a child, and the enemy attempted to use this issue to cause her soul to be troubled. But the interesting thing to note is that Hannah's name means favored or graced by God. What, what, what am I trying to say? You can be graced by God and your soul still grieved. Don't let nobody think you so deep that your soul can't be grieved. I need you to know that you can be graced, you can be anointed by God, and your soul still be grieved. So hear this, there is nothing wrong with a life that is troubling when life troubles your soul. Someone say, ain't nothing wrong with that. Because like I said, the old saints are going to say, keep on living. You, got, you just got to keep on living. Because at some point, life is going to trouble your soul. But watch this, I cannot allow life, watch this, to trap my soul. Somebody say, don't stay there. It's a problem when that trouble is trapped in our soul. So you got people that experienced issues in life when they were a child. And watch this, the enemy wants that trouble to remain trapped in their soul. This is why they can't move on to new relationships because that trouble has been trapped. This is why I can never have any level of self-esteem in myself, even despite what the word tells me, because that trouble has been trapped. Someone say, don't let it stay there. And the problem with a lot of believers is we allow what troubles our souls in life to stay there. Uh, you can be sad from time to time, but you can't stay there. Somebody say, don't, you can't stay there. You can be heartbroken from time to time, but tell your neighbor, you can't stay there. You can even be perplexed from time to time, but somebody say, don't stay there. The enemy wants what troubles your soul to remain there. Ooh, this is why we need a head. Somebody say, I need a head. Somebody say, girl, you can cry, but don't stay there. Yeah, 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 you, you, you can cry. I'm going to let you cry right now over that man. I know he left you, but somebody said you can't stay there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is why we need a hedge for our souls. I believe Hannah understood this as well. Therefore, my prayer this morning that even though our souls may be subject to be grieved, watch this, that we can gain wisdom on how to guard our souls. That's good news to me, y'all, that I might be graced. My soul might be grieved, but I can still guard my soul so that trouble won't stay there. I want to examine our text. Uh, I want to examine the totality of this narrative. So I know I looked at verses 8 through 10, but we're going to look at this, this narrative in totality so that we can pull the wisdom that's necessary for, so that we can have a hedge for our souls. Let's, so let's look at the text, y'all, and I'm going to be out y'all way. Look at verse number 6. The Bible says, and her rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable because the Lord had closed her womb. Many never give attention to their soul because many fail to know hell's agenda against your soul. Yeah. Hell has an agenda against your soul. Tell your neighbor, hell has an agenda. And, and because the reality is, watch this, hell has an agenda. 
And, and watch this. He has an agenda for our soul. And despite what you believe, hell does not want you to be emotionally well. Did y'all catch what I just said? The reason why a lot of believers ain't emotionally well is because that's the intentions of hell. Hell does not want you to be emotionally well. Hell does not want us to deal with defeat well. Hell does not want us to deal with death well. And hell does not want us to deal with deceit well. This is why folk be trying to climb in caskets at the funeral because he does not want to, to deal with death well. He does not want us to be emotionally well. And for believers that want to be so deep and think that hell is just after your spirit, hell does not want you emotionally well. As somebody say, it's a setup for the enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you might be saying, no, the devil is just after my spirit. The devil is just after my flesh. No, somebody say he's after my soul. I made mention of this, and I'm going to show you something in the text of Psalm 57 and 6 in our foundational text. Uh, consider what David declared in the beginning portion of that, this text. They have prepared a net for my steps, and my soul is bowed down. That phrase bowed down in the text is the Hebrew word kapah. And one definition of this word means in distress. Stay with me. Even more, distress means anxiety, sorrow, and pain. This means, in other words, emotions all over the place. The enemy has set up a nest of steps, and the way that we walk in is when our emotions are all over the place. Someone say, guard your soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. As the enemy had a plot for David's soul to be in distress, so does the enemy have a plot for me. So I've got to know, watch this. The reason why I've got to protect my soul is because there's opposition against my soul. Oh, somebody say he's after my soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's a word of wisdom. We love to say that they all over the place, but that might not be them. That might just be the enemy. When we love to say, oh, I, I, they all over the place emotionally, maybe it's a setup of the enemy. Because the enemy watches his intent is that our emotions are all over the place. Ooh, somebody say, check your emotions. This is most important to know for us to always be mindful that there will be opposition to our souls. The enemy wants to attack our emotions, our will, very mental capacity, and I need us to consider the opposition that Hannah's soul faced in our foundational text. Bible says her rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable. So in other words, the enemy's plan is not just to bother you emotionally. He wants your emotions to be in bondage. Did y'all catch what I just said? The enemy don't care about bothering you. He wants your emotions to be in bondage. When you don't know how to deal with one person from this day to the next day, when you don't know how to move from this moment to the next moment without losing your mind, when tasks overwhelm you, he wants you to be all over the place. He's not trying to just bother you. He's trying to put you, somebody say, in bondage. That, that, that text says miserable. And when you don't put a hedge around your soul, what should bother you will keep you in bondage. We're designed for our souls, watch this, to be impacted by things that are around us. Yeah, what, 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 somebody say, I'm designed that way. But what God does not intend for us to do is to find our souls, somebody say, in bondage. He wants us to be in bondage. That's a sad tragedy, y'all. And as it was for the psalmist in the latter, latter portion of Psalm 77, too. So the enemy desires for us. Notice what the Bible says. My soul 
refuse to be confident. I don't know if you ever been there. Where, where your soul, anything you try, you can't find no comfort. Somebody say that's the enemy's intention. No, you ain't losing your mind. Somebody say that's the enemy. So, so I'll say it again. The enemy desires but troubles our soul to trap us. Somebody say remain there. Because watch this. We know that our souls will face opposition. Here's the critical piece that I'm trying to pull out to us. We cannot be ignorant of that the enemy's opposition against our souls. Don't walk around not believing that God, that the enemy is not after your soul. Someone say, don't be ignorant. It's, and, and watch this. It's important to note what subtle could also be Satan. Tell your neighbor what subtle could be Satan. And we don't, we, we love to call the enemy dumb. Somebody say, he's not dumb. Yeah, he's not dumb. So watch it. That person that always brings you negative news could be opposition to your soul. Someone say, that's subtle. And you allow them to tell you and bring you negative news. Somebody say, put them on block. That person that intentionally watches attempts to get on your nerves. You know the folk at your job that just wants to see you lose it. Someone say, that could be opposition to your soul. Watch this. The spouse that never seems to be emotionally in tune to you. That could be opposition to your soul. The enemy, even what is subtle, could be Satan. So I've got to guard my soul, so I say, at all costs. Yeah. And then watch this. We allow the negative news to come over and over and over again, and we wonder why now we're operating in anxiety. Because I never think nothing's good going to come my way. Because all I'm filtering in, somebody say, is negative stuff. It's subtle, but somebody say it's dangerous. Watch what Paul amongst us in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. This is why we got to be intentional, even especially as women, to put a hedge around our souls. Don't let everybody bring you everything to your soul. If you know that one right there, get on your nerves. Somebody say, say eat lunch at another table. I, I, I see that one coming. I got to go the other way. I got to make up. Somebody say make up an excuse. Because I've got to protect my soul. Hear this? I need us to understand that there is opposition to our soul. Not just your spirit, man. Not just your flesh. But somebody say my soul. He wants your emotions to be all over the place. Now let's look at verse number seven. Bible says, so it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord that she provoked her. Therefore, she wept and did not eat. It's important to know how you cope, watch this, with the opposition to your soul will determine if your souls will be consumed by that opposition. It, it matters how you cope. Somebody say it matters how you cope. Consider Hannah's response despite the opposition to her soul. The Bible says she went up to the house of the Lord. That's important to understand. She went up to the house of the Lord. Why is this response significant? Because Hannah knew that a soul not offered to the Lord would be a soul that is always overwhelmed by opposition. In the midst of opposition, whatever is troubling my soul, somebody say, I've got to offer my soul to the Lord. Oh, here's the critical question we got to ask ourselves. What authority and access have we given the Lord to our souls? In other words, when our souls are sad, do we seek the Lord? When our souls are anxious, 
do we abide in the Lord? Uh, y'all get anxious and y'all do some other stuff. It ain't abiding in him. And when our souls are weary, do we wait on the Lord? In other words, do we give our souls as an offering to the Lord? Some say offer your soul to the Lord. And this is critical if we desire a head for our soul, because it is the Lord, watch this, and the Lord alone who is the keeper of our souls. You want your man to be a keeper and say he don't have the capacity. You want your best friend to be, um, be the keeper, but somebody say she don't have the capacity. You want that bottle to be the keeper? Somebody say that bottle don't have capacity. It might have for a little while, but somebody say it went on. Yeah, yeah, y'all don't like that kind of teaching, but it does. Ah, the Lord is the keeper of our soul. And watch what Psalm 121.5 says. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. It is the Lord and the Lord alone that is the keeper of our soul. And this means, watch this, our souls will never find rest if we do not allow our souls to find refuge in the Lord. No matter how difficult life gets, we've got to make sure that our, our souls find refuge in the Lord. And here this, the critical thing, when our souls are troubled, we don't want to go to the Lord. Y'all know that? I don't want to read my Bible. I don't want to get on my face. I don't want nobody to give me no scripture. I want to be in my feelings. And, and, and God is saying, I need you to come to the farm. Somebody say, go to the Father. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the sad reality is that many to include believers trying to find refuge in their souls, watch this, in their spouse. You don't have the capacity. We try to find refuge, someone say, in sex. I mean, somebody, we grown folks, someone say, in sex. And watch this, even in sin, we try to find refuge for our soul. And despite what you may believe, no matter how good your spouse may be, your spouse does not have the capacity to be the refuge for your soul. I, I, can, I can glean strength from my brother. I can glean strength from my wife. But she does not have the capacity. Watch this. Because the way life will, will trouble me, it'll also trouble her. So she doesn't have the capacity to give my soul, somebody say refuge. You're taking your soul to the wrong person. Somebody say take it to the right person. So here's this, I'm going, that, that faith is reserved for God and God alone. I'm not saying you can't share it with other folk, but your first point of reference should always be God. Somebody say it should always be God. So here's a word of wisdom. I'm going to try to help somebody out this morning. Don't get frustrated when your spouse can't comprehend what is troubling your soul. I'm, 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 I'm going to say it loud so my wife can hear don't get frustrated when your spouse can't comprehend what is troubling your soul. And we get so frustrated because our spouse does not understand. Someone said they don't have the ability to. They did not shape me and form me before I was formed in my mother's womb. They do not know the very numbers of hairs on my head. They don't have the capacity. Someone said they ain't got the capacity. They were never intended to. Because it is God. Watch this. And could it be? Somebody say, could it be? Could it be that God doesn't want them to understand so that you can redirect where your soul attempts to find refuge? You getting frustrated at them, and somebody say that's the trick of the enemy. <laughs> yeah, 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 you, don't, you, you never understand. You don't know, you don't, you, can you read the room? Maybe, I, maybe God don't want me to. Oh, that's good news, y'all. 
approach or when they get frustrated with you, someone say, maybe God don't want me to. And hear this. Here's the dangerous thing. You have spouses that will use that to their advantage. Watch this. To set themselves up as idols in their spouse's life. Now, I want you to come with me with everything that you that's going on. I need everything that you got troubling your soul to come to me. And we run to them unbeknownst to us that we set them up. Somebody say, as an idol. Ooh, that's dangerous, y'all. That's dangerous. I know you want flesh, but I ain't. Watch this. I did not create your flesh. Did y'all hear what I just said? So watch what the first, the amplified version of 1 Peter 5 and 7 says. I love this version. The Bible says, casting all your cares, in other words, all your anxieties, all your words, some say all, all your concerns, some say all, once and for all, on him, for he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you. Yeah. But he's designed for refuge for myself. Yeah, he's designed for that. Because the concerns of your soul are a concern to the Lord. That's good news, y'all. And 1 Peter 5 and 7 says, all the concern of your soul. And why is that significant? Because to be honest, everybody ain't concerned about every concern of your soul. Somebody say, not even my man. I know that sounds, I know that sounds, you can have a bad day at work and your man be oblivious. Did y'all hear what I just said? Because he's worrying about what you got on the dinner plate rather than what, you, what happened to your soul that day. And then we get mad at him and God said, I need you to come to me because I'm, I'm concerned about all of you. Ooh, that's good news, y'all. I don't know about nobody else. You got four because they're going through they don't have the capacity to be concerned about what's going on in your soul. And God knows that, but he still wants our soul to find a level of refuge. So he says, come to me, all who are weary, heavy laden, and I will give you some, I say, rest. Ooh, that's good news, y'all. I found myself over the course of these last months sharing so much to Serena I had to start apologizing to her because she, in the midst of her pregnancy, got some stuff going on with her own soul. So I'm overburdening her with what's going on in my soul. I'm causing an unnecessary weight in her life. I said, you taking that to her. She doesn't have the capacity to handle what's in your soul. Despite what you may believe, not your mama, not your man is concerned about everything. Watch this of op- in the midst of opposition to offer. Regardless of opposition, we should always make it a habit to take our souls to God. Because I don't want to wait at the place of tragedy to bring my stuff to me. I'm going to say you got to make it a habit. Because every insecurity, it's got to take it to God. Every fear, I got to take it to God. 
every lie that the enemy wants us to believe, we must offer them to the Lord because he and he alone has the capacity to understand and to bear every weight. Oh, that's good news, y'all. So here's the critical question we got to ask ourselves. Have we offered both our souls and what's in our soul to the Lord? Many of us, we want to offer God the stuff that we feel comfortable with. The, the, the stuff that I can tuck away back in this closet back here that happened to me at 10 years old. No, I don't want to offer that to God. Because God, you knew what happened to me, so why would I offer that to you? So I say God knows how to bear it. Yeah, yeah, he knows how to bear it. So if we desire a hedge for our souls, then we must have uh, offer our souls as an offering to the Lord. Get this, I'm trying to help us this morning. If we want to protect our souls, we got to know that there's going to be opposition. So I'm going to say opposition. Don't walk around like clueless, like nothing is going to mess with your soul. I know you're big. I know you're tough. I know you done been survived life by yourself. I know you are strong, independent black woman. But stuff will still trouble your soul. I says I've got to offer my soul to the Lord. But some folk, I love surrender. In this season, I don't have the cost. I'm telling anybody ain't got that kind of thing. Let's look at verses 14 through 15. So Eli said to her, How will you be drunk? This is the priest looking at this woman. Put your wine away from me. And said, No, my Lord, I'm a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Here's what I need you to understand. Not only do your souls need, but your souls do need a safe space. Somebody say, I need another sister. Not, 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 they can't handle all my stuff, but I need, somebody say, I need a sister. Yeah, yeah, it needs a safe space. I may not be able to bear the full weight of your soul, but I am called, watch this, to help you bear what tries to burden your soul. Did y'all catch what I just said? I know we don't like that, but you are called to bear the burdens of another soul. Someone say, I'm called to do that. Yeah, I'm called to do that. Ah, somebody might be saying, how do I know? Watch what Galatians 6 and 2 admonished us with. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. We are commanded. Someone say, I'm commanded to do this. So why are you, you saying I just do life by myself? I don't need no church. I don't need no sister circle. I don't need none of that. Someone say you're out of a, you're in, um, disobedience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Outside the will of God because I'm commanded to. I cannot fulfill the law of Christ without bearing another's burden. We are commanded to bear one another's burdens. And that includes, watch this, what burdens your soul. It's important to note that I can't, watch this, can't help you bear what you're unwilling to share. I heard, I hope you heard me. I'm going to say this for the pastor too. You come to church getting mad because the pastor didn't see it in the spirit. So I said, you should have shared it. Here's why. Here's why. Because I know in part and I prophesy in part. Someone said, I don't have the capacity. You want your pastor to be everything and see every inch of your life and feel this little part yeah. that happened to you when you were a baby. Somebody say, just share that stuff. Oh, Lord, I, I got to be a, I gotta be in the holies of holies to see all of that. But it's important to know, I can't help you bear what you're unwilling to share. 
And here lies one of the reasons why many believers never have a hedge for their souls. Because many believers never share with anybody, somebody say anybody, what is burdening their souls. Nobody knows you are burdened because you said you were blessed and highly favored. I asked you how you was doing, but you blessed and highly favored. Nobody knows you were crying because you said you cannot complain. And nobody knows you can't sleep at night because you said nothing at all. Nobody can help you carry what they do not know. And we put these expectations on people. People say, I don't know. Somebody say, I don't know. Yeah, if you tell me, maybe I can pray with you a little bit. Maybe if you tell me, I can encourage you a little bit. But someone say, I don't know. This is why, watch this. When Eli asked Hannah what was wrong with her, she was open and honest with Eli and responded in this manner. She said, oh, I know, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. Hannah didn't sugarcoat, but she shared what was in her soul. And this is why our pledge for our souls requires the openness of our souls. Ooh, somebody say this is dangerous. I'm working on this, y'all, because you can be open to the wrong person. You, 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 because why is this critical? Because I can't, this is why I don't care how safe you are. I don't care how nice your church is. I don't care how friendly the folk is. Someone say, this is Bible. I, I know you think your church is the most friendliest place on earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have to remind myself that there's opposition to my soul. So even in the church, there are wolves dressed in sheep's clothing. So don't be so open. I know you so you so wide open. Someone say nose wide open. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't be nose wide open. Someone say even in the church. And I'm not saying be skeptical of church folk, but don't open your soul to every church folk. So, 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 and notice this. In other words, if we want someone to help you carry burdens, then let them know what concerns your soul. God has somebody to pray for you if we could just know the problem. God has somebody who can encourage you if we would know your real emotion. Uh, God has someone to counsel you, but they need to know what has concerned your soul. I can't, I can't counsel you because I don't know what's going on in your soul. I can't encourage you because the only emotion you got is a little smiley face. You look like an emoji all the time. Somebody, somebody, somebody say, be real with me. And someone has, yeah, I can't pray for you because I don't know the problem. So if you want me to pray amiss, then don't tell me. Did y'all hear what I just said? If you want me to pray amiss, don't tell me. So the critical question we got to ask ourselves, if I want protection for my soul, if I want to guard my soul, who is your soul open to? Who are you willing to share your soul with? Somebody say, I need at least somebody. I, I, I know this ain't good grammar, but somebody say, I need at least one body. I just need somebody. I'm going hear this because here's your word of wisdom. I'm not saying share your soul with everybody, but somebody say, I need one body. I know that ain't good proper language, but Satan knows how to even use the saints as opposition to your soul. Someone say, even the saints. Even with good intentions, the saints could say stuff that could hurt your soul. Girl, get over it. And they were never assigned to my soul. 
The reason you don't know, you can't counsel me in the right way, and you said, girl, get over it, and you thought it was good counsel, you're not assigned to my soul. And saints have done more damage to believers who were grieved in their soul because they tried to counsel you in an area that they were not assigned. Woo! Now, that's a whole nother sermon. Some of y'all pastors ain't assigned to that area of your soul. Did y'all catch what I just said? Even your pastor might not be assigned to that area of your soul. A good pastor going to say, you need to go to a real council. You don't hear what I just said? Listen, your pastor's still struggling in that area. Go holler at such and such. Somebody said, that's a good pastor. Yeah, that's a good pastor. But I'm saying, share your soul with those who have been assigned to your soul. Because watch this. Despite what you believe, God has assigned some safe spaces for your life. Somebody say it's Bible. Yeah, I'm going to give you Bible. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17. For the person that just want to keep all their stuff to themselves. My friend loves it all the time. And a brother, somebody say, is born to share troubles. Uh, some versions say a brother is born for a time of adversity. So in other words, God is saying, I've assigned someone. I know you don't want to let everybody know that. I know it was your daddy that molested you. I know that your man would have, uh, you saw stuff in their phone that you'll never believe. But there's somebody assigned to your soul, somebody say, to handle that. And here's how I know. The Bible speaks of this. And I'm going to just give it the Keith Babb um, translation. Don't be around here thinking you're the only one going through what you're going through. Y'all heard what I said? Somebody else has gone through what I'm dealing with. Tell your neighbor, somebody else has gone through it. And gotten the victory. Someone say, gotten the victory. Therefore, hear this, we must ask God to reveal who is assigned to our souls. And when God reveals that person, we've got to reveal what's in our souls. Because some of y'all got the people assigned to your soul right in front of you, but you won't reveal what's in your soul. And I understand because we've been in the world and people have misused us and took what we shared with them and then turned it around. We done share stuff with pastors and it's all on social media. We done share stuff with ministers and then come across the pulpit. We done share stuff with one folk and we realize, what you mean? I, what, you, what you know what's going on with my marriage? And it got way over here across town. Someone said, we've been through that. So I've got to be so careful, God, because you know the very numbers of hair on my head. Because you formed me, but because you knew me before you formed me in my mother's womb. Reveal to me who I'm called to share my soul with. Somebody say, reveal to me. And when God reveals it, you got to reveal your soul. There's things that I only share with Pastor Cole. There's things that I only share with my wife. There's things that I only share with the appropriate spiritual counsel because I know that they've been the one that God has revealed to me that I should reveal my soul to. Whew. I want to drop this off real quick. I'm almost done, y'all. You can be in your feelings and not in your flesh. Did y'all catch what I just said? You can be in your feelings and still not in your flesh. Someone say it's okay to be in your feelings. And, then, and, and here's even more. When you are in your feelings, you still need to be faithful. Did y'all catch what I just said? Because y'all think that it's a license to sin when you're in your feelings. 
It's a license to go off on somebody when you're in your feeling. Someone say, I got to still be faithful. Consider what Hannah said in the verse 16 of our foundational text. Do not consider your maid servant a wicked woman. For out of the abundance of my complaint and grief, I have spoken until now. In other words, Hannah was weary in her soul, but she chose not to respond in wickedness. The problem with a lot of believers is we believe because I've been troubled in my soul, because I'm weary, I got to be wicked. Somebody say, you ain't got to be wicked. I need y'all to hear this and hear me good. The Lord requires obedience. This is just a whole nother side. This is a whole nother piece, but I ain't going to dip into this. That I, I, Despite the opposition, I still got to be obedient. Yeah. Y'all hear what I just said? No matter what comes at your soul, because here's why this is so critical. If I'm not obedient, despite the opposition, I've missed out on my promise. Did y'all catch what I just said? Yeah. Somebody say there's a promise waiting on me. Yeah, I'm done, y'all. I'm just trying to help us have a a hedge for our soul. Sisters and saints, if we want to take care of our soul, then we must first have a hedge. Somebody say, sister, take care of your soul. I believe Hannah understood that. And even though her soul was grieved, she still was intentional to guard her soul. And we must do in like manner, because if not, what troubles our souls will remain trapped in our souls. I had to put a hedge around my soul, y'all, because there was some stuff that impacted me with my, my, my relationship with my dad. And I did not want that thing to remain trapped in my soul yeah. because if it would have remained trapped, it would have dictated how I treat my own kids. Yeah. Don't let it stay there. Somebody say, don't let it stay there. You can cry. You can be hurt. You can be heartbroken, yeah. but I cannot stay there because someone said that's the trick of the enemy. It's a trick of the enemy. And as it was with Hannah, so it must be with us. We must be mindful that there is constant opposition to our soul. You've got to get up every day knowing that the enemy is not just after your flesh. It's, he's not just after your spirit. Some say he's after my soul. Because if he can trouble your soul, he can easily cause you to be trapped. We've got to make sure that we give our souls as an offering to the Lord. No matter what's in my soul, some say bring it to God. Because your wife might not have it in her today to handle what you're trying to bring her. I have someone say, I ain't got the capacity. And watch this. Hear this. I said, not only that do we make an offering to the Lord, but we also need to make sure that, 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 that we open our souls up to some, say, somebody say somebody. That, that, that should be somebody that I can share the intricate details of my soul to because I've been commanded to help you carry those burdens. Someone say, I've been commanded to do that. And here's the good news, and I'm done, y'all. When we have a hedge for our souls, consider what Eli declared to Hannah in verse 17. Then Eli answered and said, go in peace, and the God of Israel grant you your petition, which you have asked of him. God will give our souls, someone say, order. Someone say, order. In other words, God will give us peace when we are intentional to protect our souls. I want to be able to get through and go through everything that tries to grieve my soul. Y'all heard what I just said? I don't want to lose it. Listen, I've got to understand that I live in the world, so at some point, y'all may not like this, your mama going to pass away. Somebody say, your mama going to pass away. I I, I know y'all don't like that. I know we don't like to think in those kind of terms, but I don't want my mama passing away to take me out. At some point, watch this, somebody is going to try to deceive you. Somebody say, at some point. 
it could be your man, it could be your best friend, but I don't want that deceit to take be the death of me. Did y'all hear what I just said? And the reason why folk have stopped going to church and say, I don't do church no more, because one pastor broke their heart and they lose, they lose all hope in the church of God. Someone say, not so. I, I don't care if one person broke my heart. I'm not going to lose hope in all relationships. Someone say, not so. And hear this. God says, I'll give you order. And not only that, God's very petition that you petitioned before me. God, send me that person who's going to love me how I need to be loved. God, send me that shepherd who's going to shepherd my soul in a manner that it needs to be shepherded. God, send me that friend that I can share my soul with and my news not be across town. I'm going to say God will do it. I want to pray. I want to pray for somebody who feels like whatever's been in their soul is trapped there. I want you to come to this altar. You've been struggling with something. Could be your relationship with your father. Can't get over it. Could be how somebody did you. You can't get over it. But it's troubled my soul. The enemy wants it to remain there. That's sure I want you to come to me, friends. Hear this. What? Minister Chantel. Oh, it's like, it's all good. It's all good. Come behind me. Shakita, come find somebody and break. Give them breakthrough. Give them freedom, God. We come against every plot and every plan of the enemy. Come on, pray with those at this altar. Come on, ask for deliverance from these at this altar. Come on, be set free on today. Be set free on today. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Come on, freedom in this place. And if you're in this sanctuary, begin to pray. Help them carry their burdens. Help them carry their burdens. We pray for breakthrough in this place. In the name of Jesus. Release your people from bondage, God. Release your people from bondage, God. Release your people from bondage, God. Whatever's trying to trouble their soul, God. God, we come against every plan and every attack. Matter of fact, God, the Lord declared that no weapon formed against us for profit. God, we pray over your body, God. Have your way. Have your way. Deliverance is our portion. Freedom is our portion. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We believe it to be so. We believe it to be so. Set them free in the name of Jesus. Set them free in the name of Jesus. Set them free. Set them free. Set them free. In the name of Jesus. 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 In
In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Help us on today, God. Help your people. We love you. We are doing Thank you, Thank you, God, for what what was once found is now free. We believe it to be true. And God, we have freedom. Help your people to guard their soul. We love you. Come on, somebody. Come on, give us a hand. I'm a Hey, one more time for living. Hey, if you got anything out there, turn the series. You've got to hang up a place. Then start